What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Manip Experience with your host, John the Don. What we're going to be looking at is we're going to be looking at nutrition, which I think is one of the most important factors in fueling any man for battle uh, with whatever challenges they're going to come across in their day, fueling them for the long hours, the workouts, you know, the, the side hustles, all these different things. You know, it's going to be very important uh, to fuel up for success because if you're putting in bad food into your body, I think that there's a strong correlation between the food that you eat, you know, how nutritious it is, and the results that you're going to get how your body's going to feel and react to it as a result. And also long-term, there are health impacts that you will see if you eat very unhealthy things and junk food. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. We're going to focus on, it's just a couple main points. uh, And what you'll see here, I'm going to give out different advice for different people. Okay, so some of it's going to go hand in hand with working out. Uh, a lot of it really will because it it's all dependent on what your goals are. So if you're a skinny guy, uh, you got to work on bulking up. You got to have more protein, more calories that you're going to consume. Um, that's just the aim of the game. If you're a bigger person, you know, someone that's a little heavier, then you're going to want to also consume a good amount of protein because that will fill you up. Uh, but you want to take in less calories then you do expand. So if you expend more calories than you take in, you'll lose weight over time. And if you eat more calories or consume more calories than you burn, uh, then over time you will gain weight. So that's kind of how it works, all right? Basic formula there. Now, for us guys, if we are in the process of working nine-hour day at at our job, and if we're working... uh, you know, a side hustle for two, three hours. And if we're, you know, if we're also working out for an hour, maybe an hour and a half, two hours, if you play a sport or something of some kind, you got to realize that you're going to be burning a lot, a lot of calories and you're going to need some good fuel to get your, keep your body right, keep your body ready throughout that day. So I'm going to go over what are the things, what are the foods, what are the things that you need to do versus what do a lot of people do in the United States? Uh, but first, we need to look at the obesity rate in the United States. Uh, how many people are overweight or obese? It is now close to two-thirds of men, okay? Two-thirds of American men are either overweight or obese. This has dramatic health impacts on your life and it can very much shorten your lifespan because now you're going to have to deal with a lot of health problems. You got cardiac problems, cancer, uh, you got to deal with, you know, joint problems, diabetes, so, so many issues that can make it much, much more difficult for you to live a long lasting and fulfilling life and being able to see that your purpose and see that your legacy can, uh, last, you know, after you're gone. And so therefore, if you are one of these people, if you are one of these men, uh, and usually the kind of guys that you'll see that you'll see these guys, they're in their thirties, uh, maybe into their forties where they kind of let themselves go once they got married. And once they got done with school and they started working, uh, their job, they stopped working out and guys, I'm telling you this working out needs to be a lifestyle that you do every single day. And if it's, you know, five, six times a week, 
and maybe one day you do a light day or do something where it's more just around like you know physically like stretching or uh, you know that's that's something that's fine I think that's good but for every you know man out there I think you need to focus on a lot of athletic stuff and that way you can keep your body in good physical shape keep your bone structure keep your muscles uh, still there you know once you're getting into the mid to late 20s it's going to be a lot harder to maintain, um, you know, those levels of testosterone over time because your testosterone levels are going to drop very slowly year after year after year, which is why, you know, when you become 50 or 60 years old, you cannot lift the same amount of weight that you could lift when you were 30 or 20, okay? It's because the testosterone levels that you have at when you get to that point, they start to slowly decrease by a very small percentage every single year being able to maintain uh, by still working out daily in the gym is very important. Making that a lifestyle, making that a habit, okay? That's how you make your body strong. That's how you make your body fit. And I think that's so important uh, to maintaining good health, all right? Now, when it comes to my bigger guys out there, my big boys, guys, look, the dad bod is very much overrated because the media, which is predominantly run by women, is going to try to guilt trip, you know, men into making and emasculating them and basically saying like, oh, it's okay to be, you know, unattractive. It's okay, you know, if you're overweight, because look, guys, I'm sorry, but being overweight, being obese, it's not an attractive thing. It's not fat shaming. Okay. It's just, it's not an attractive thing. And I'm telling you, you're going to struggle to get with girls. It's just, it makes your your job much more difficult if that's what you're dealing with. Now, if you start to lose the weight, I'm going to tell you now, if you start to lose that weight, you will begin to gain more and more confidence in yourself and you'll start to feel much more happy about your situation. And that's the thing is that you want to keep pushing yourself to get to that point where you lose that weight. So your goal as a guy, you should feel like you want to be somewhere between, I would guesstimate about 7% and probably about 15% body fat at all times. And but depending on your goals. Now, that's if you're already at that that point in your, in your physical shape where you can't add any more muscle naturally or you can't add any more you know, extra or cut anymore. It's like at that point when you when you get there, it's like you you pretty much can stay there and it's good. Um, If you're a skinny guy, then you're going to need to bulk up, which means you'll probably have a higher body fat percentage until you do start to get more muscle mass. And then from there, when you cut the, uh, when you cut, then it'll make it easier to see the gains that you've, uh, you know, put on. You'll see the gains, but it's just, it'll be harder to see the definition that you have. And if you're a big guy and you don't obviously, you know, you don't have a lot of muscle mass, but what you do have is you have a lot of fat deposits. It really just, you need to work out just to cut that down and uh, get yourself back into good shape. I mean, you know, I've, I've mentioned it earlier, but it's, it's not healthy. And, you know, your life expectancy is going to drop precipitously if you are overweight or obese. And not only that, we've seen just recently with COVID, you know, the groups of people that are having the most trouble with COVID, um, you know, that are becoming 
you know, hospitalized or dying at a higher percentage than most other groups. You know, so you have the older people, you know, 65 and plus, that's the main group of people that are dying from it um, or having severe illness or severe hospitalizations. But the ones that are also having trouble are the people who are overweight or obese. And I think that that's important to recognize. Um, so look, COVID is probably, we're probably not going to have another situation like COVID in our lives. But let's say if we do have another situation like a COVID further on down the line, 30, 40 years from now, you don't want to be in that same situation where you're still overweight or obese. You you should want to be in the best shape that you can possibly get into. Um, and look, that's that's just the whole purpose of it. Now, when it comes to fueling your body for success, my ultimate recommendation just comes down to this. Eat less processed foods. Go, don't go to restaurants as much and don't eat fast food. Okay, if you follow those three things... And one more thing is cut down on sugary drinks. If those four, sorry, those four tips right there, that is going to serve you wonders, okay? If you can get into the habit of learning how to cook, and there, believe me, there's a lot of great YouTube channels on how to cook foods. Uh, Pro Home Cooks is, for example, very good channel. There's plenty of different individuals that specif- um, specialize in different, food categories so you have like a guy named pascal who's very good at cooking italian food there's lots of asian cooks out there that make very good asian food there's a lot of spanish uh cooks out there that make very good mexican or spanish cuisine and so i think the more that you do research into this the more you might be able to find cooks uh that give great instructions great details on how to make it happen and you can make good food that you enjoy that's healthier because you're using ingredients that you know are high quality, all right? The more processed a food that you put into your body, the more that your body is going to have to work to break down that food and it's going to react differently than if your body is taking in a more a food in a more natural state. So raw ingredients like a fruit or a vegetable is going to be much easier to consume for your body than something that is highly processed like, uh, you know, a burger from McDonald's where there's a lot of added preservatives and artificial stuff that's in there that's going to be negatively impacting your body, okay? So what I would say is very important if you're a guy, okay? We're just going to go right through it, but just look. You need to learn how to cook at least enough to survive. If you're, especially if you're single, you need to learn how to cook enough to survive. You don't need to become, you know, the America's top chef or whatever. You know, you don't, you don't need to become that, but you need to know enough to be able to survive. And then not only that, I think uh, if you do end up getting a girl, they need to know how to cook. I mean, it's just come on, it's. That's just the way it's got to be. You know, if you're working, you're doing your thing, they should be cooking for you, okay? Uh, Simple as that. But look, you need to know how to manage your own body and manage your nutrition and manage your physical state. And you'll know and you'll... I Look, I can tell you from my personal experience, the times where I have eaten fast food, 
like whenever I go to get like a, a burger and fries and a soda and I eat that afterwards, my body feels extremely bloated, extremely, um, you know, full and unhealthy. And I don't think it's just because of all the calories I consumed. I think it's because of all the fat that's in that stuff. You know, it's so un, it's so unhealthy. And I think that if you were to instead substitute those things for just regular healthier foods and, you know, you can cook your own ground beef, you can cook your own chicken thighs and chickens and um, fish and cook your own vegetables, potatoes, and consume them. And you would not believe the benefit that you will receive as a result, okay? Not only that, if you are very uh, good at cooking, you will save yourself so much money in the long run. I, I mean, look, there are so many savings that you make from learning how to cook just because now all of a sudden, guess what? You're not paying the labor cost that these uh, restaurants are having to, you know, add into the cost of the food because of the fact that they have the employees. Okay, that's no longer there. All right, so I can get a 2.25 pound pack of 80-20 ground beef for about $8. All right, I would be lucky to probably get a, a half a pound burger from a restaurant for $8. Now, obviously, I'm only looking at just the, uh, you know, I'm only looking at the cost of the ground beef. I'm not looking at the bun, the, you know, the vegetables and all that. But again, it's going to come out to be about, I don't know, maybe half the total cost of whatever the food that you get from the restaurant is for really, and that's just for an average, like, you know, restaurant, I would argue, you know, there are some restaurants where they are very, very expensive with their products. Okay, and the other great thing too is if you cook your own food, you have a better idea of what it is you're putting in your body and you have a better idea of what it is, how much of it that you're consuming. So you can portion control and manage this. And there are apps out there like MyFitnessPal where you can go in and put down the exact calories of, uh, or excuse me, the exact quantity of what it is that you consumed and you can get a pretty close guesstimate or accuracy of what your daily consumption is on calories and the macro, uh, the macronutrients on carbs, fats, and uh, protein that's going into your body, okay? So you can see how you're fueling yourself and know that if you're, know if you're in the surplus or if you're in the uh, net negative, all right? So that's, look, there's so much help out there that you can get in this aspect of life and I think there's nothing there's nothing more important when it comes to creating a great physique and fueling your body than the nutrition, the food that you're putting in. And if you, another great example, if you want to know how important this is, just look at any professional athlete out there now and watch these videos from these NFL teams um, where they go in. It's like they have like seven, 10 minute videos. Like there's uh, one from the Redskins. There's one from the Patriots where they talk about the food that their players consume. And if you look at these college athletes, they're teaching these kids, you know, how what foods they need to consume, what things they need to have. I mean, it is unbelievable. And if you compare the foods that they were eating to the foods that the players were eating, let's say, even 20 years ago, 20 years ago and before, it's 
quite shocking the difference that there is. And players know now that they have to moderate very consistently with the things that they're putting in. Oh, and one more thing I also forgot to mention that you should avoid is you should avoid excess alcohol beverages. So if you go and drink a lot of beers or a lot of you know high-calorie drinks, it's going to make it more difficult to lose weight. Here's what I want every single one of you to do. I'm not going to push this too much further for now because I think that I've done a pretty good job of outlining everything. Uh, and what I'll do, here's what I'll do first. This is what I'll do. So we'll go ahead and we'll look at a lot of, uh, you know, and there's arguments. I'm going to point this out now. There are arguments on what foods are okay to consume and what foods aren't, but I'm just going to go ahead and break down, I think, some of the great foods uh, or sources of foods that you can look to consume from and utilize and add into your diet if you so choose to. Okay, so some great ones that you can look at, fruits like a banana, apples, you know, watermelon, strawberries, any really any fruit like that is going to be good, okay? If we're looking at the uh, vegetable side, you know, broccoli, asparagus are good, sweet potatoes, yams, carrots, peas, green beans, very, very good for you, okay? All those are nice. Uh, Again, potatoes are a great carbohydrate to have. Sweet potatoes are a great carbohydrate to have. Rice is a great carb to have. Lentils are good to have. Um, oatmeal is a great carbohydrate to have. Good, you know, very versatile. You can put it in smoothies. You can put it in Greek yogurt. You can put it into, uh, you know, you can just have an oatmeal bowl, whatever. You know, there's a lot that you can do with oatmeal. So it's very versatile, very good, um, a very good base that you can mix into a lot of things. So again, looking at some other important things, uh, you know, some people, they like milk, they don't like milk. It's kind of up to you, up to your preference, how you feel, how your body reacts to it. I think I do okay with it, but I know some people don't. Um, so that's up to you, but also looking at yogurts, I would specifically stick with Greek yogurt. I think it's much more uh, thin, less sugar-based. Um, and what I mean is you want to go for the Greek yogurts that don't have the very artificially flavored and sugary fruit on the bottom kind of, uh, Greek yogurt. You want to get the Greek yogurts that have very low sugar and low in fat. Those are kind of the ones that you want to look for because they're going to fuel you much better. If you want to get like a nice protein powder, there's plenty of good options out there. I think my protein and I'm not sponsored by them, but this is the one I've been using, uh, and I really have enjoyed their product. So my protein, if you're out there and you have an interest in a uh, partnership or a sponsorship, look, I'm out here. I, I've liked your products. I've used them for many years now. Very good. That's all I got to say about that. Having, I think, also protein bars or some sort of protein snack that you can snack on during the day is a great way to prevent yourself from getting like chips or candy, um, you know, the if you, have, if you work in an office and you have vending machines, just avoid them entirely. Another thing that you need to do is pack your own lunch, okay? If you go to work, pack your own lunch. Avoid eating sometimes the lunch that they bring in for you, depending on what it is. So, like, I would, this is almost what I would do, is I would 
have a pre-made lunch and then see what the office has that they bring in. And you can kind of tell if you can eat a, like a little bit of it or a lot of it and then make the determination from there of like, oh, do I need to eat my actual lunch, you know, like that I brought. So I think, you know, great snacks that you can make, you know, one, a good, you know, a good meal that some people might have, not, not for everyone, but some people might have it, peanut butter and banana sandwich, um, you know, something like some carrots and maybe a glass of milk. You know, that's a pretty decent snack if you're looking for something like that. If you're looking for recommendations, another good breakfast item is an is eggs. Eggs are so important. Uh, very, very good. I think, you know, bagels are not a bad option for carb. Um, coffee, I think, is something that people can use as a supplement uh, to, you know, help wake them up. I think that if you use to, you know, drink too much coffee, then it, it can be a problem. But you want to have, I think, a moderate amount of caffeine to give yourself a little bit of a jolt or a boost. Uh, to your attention span or to your focus. Beans, but not baked beans, not the sugary beans. I'm just talking like very basic, like pinto or black beans are very, very solid base. Uh, you know, you don't need to eat a lot of them every now and then, but those are very good. Whole lean proteins, you know, chicken, fish, ground beef is fine if you can make it work, ground turkey, um, just basic pork. I, I would say not necessarily the bacon type pork, but you want just like pork tenderloin. God, yeah, pork tenderloin. Th that's a very good cut of meat. Those are all perfect. Cheese, I think you have to be careful with how much of it you have, but it's a good bulking tool uh, because you can throw in a little bit of it in, in a lot of different meals, and it's an easy way to get extra calories in your meal without it, you know, feeling like it's going to weigh you down. So that's perfect. Um, I, you know, I think we've covered quite a bit just there just now. And then also, sorry, one more thing, healthy cooking oils. So I recommend olive oil because I don't think canola oil is the best because I'm not a big promote proponent of soy. There's a lot of evidence or data that's, you know, that, has somewhat of a link between soy consumption and decrease in testosterone and increase in estrogen uh, in men because there's a phytoestrogen in the soy compound that can actually bind to the receptors in your body. And I think that, you know, if you can, whether or whether, you know, whether or not it is true, I think you should avoid it until more research is being done has been done to confirm all this, but there's been stuff studies that have been done and the data is not very much in favor of it. So that's just what I'll, I'll tell y'all now. And testosterone is very important to becoming a more focused, more successful and driven male. All right. So we've looked at a lot of different things, but the, again, the biggest takeaways are right now are nutrition is your best friend when it comes to fueling up for battle and being at your best, being at your A game at all times. All right. So, you know, make a habit of and get in the habit of making more meals for yourself, being able to cook for yourself and know what's in your food. Just eat better overall. So right now what I want you to do is get a journal, uh, 
get your journal out and I want you to write down for the last seven days and think about what it is you had. Think about what the foods that you ate had consumed over that seven days. And then for this upcoming week, I want you to write down the list for the those seven days. But I want you to try to make a change and see if you've consumed you know, fast food for half of your meals. You need to cut that by another half. If you went out to restaurants, cut that by another half and start cooking more foods at home and start doing it yourself. And you'd be surprised because I think you'll take more of an interest if you do cook for yourself. Uh, and you'll take I think you'll take an interest and try to make some good foods and do a good job at it too. And, and know now that you know what's in your food, you can kind of moderate and make sure that you're eating good stuff. Okay, so I think those are all some good tips that you can utilize uh, on your journey to, through manhood. And so with that, all that being said, thank you so much for listening. This has been John the Don with the Man Up Experience. Let's man up, boys.